Are you ready? It's time. It's time to let go and use your voice. It's time to be real and it's time to heal. I'm Tiff Carson and this is Hard Beautiful Journey. Hey there, welcome to Hard Beautiful Journey for episode 81. Today, there will be no guest. It's just you and me. For this episode, I wanted to share a bit more of what's on my heart regarding my new book, Dancing in the Rain. It's been out in the world for a couple of weeks now, and some of you may have even read it, which is so cool to know that after all that time sitting with my laptop, typing for hours, people are now reading what I wrote. That is crazy. But this also gives me an insane amount of nervousness, anxiety, and fear of judgment. Truly. (laughs) Why? Well, I was extremely vulnerable in this book. More vulnerable than I have ever been. And that says a lot for me. Every time I wrestled with the decision of putting a certain part in the book, I sat with it for quite some time and asked myself some hard questions. Like, what is the purpose of including this? Or who could it benefit? Or who could it hurt? Or does the story make sense with or without this part in it? And on and on. When writing a book, specifically a memoir, there is always the possibility of hurting someone with what you have written. And in my case, I was always worried about hurting my dad. My writing coach, friends, and my mom, they can all attest to this worry of mine I voiced it many times. I cried about it so, so much. But after much thought, meditation, and discussion with those close to me, I knew that I needed to include it all. Everyone has the right to tell their own story. And this is mine. This is the story of my brother and I and our relationship over the last 49 years. This story talks about the traumas that happened, which impacted our lives and ultimately our relationship. I never knew about these traumas until three years before Corey passed away. So for 35 years, our relationship was very strained and I never knew what was behind the drastic change. Since I learned about what happened to Corey, there have been some what if moments for me? What if this or that hadn't happened? What would our relationship have looked like? Would Corey's life have been different without the years of addiction and hardships? Would he still be here if he had been shown love all those years rather than anger and judgment? So many questions have gone through my mind which is totally normal when a loved one passes away for any reason. What could have been done to prevent this from happening when it did? But what ifs don't bring back your loved one? Nothing 
will bring them back. Nothing. But what can be done is appreciating the time that you had with them. And in my case, I also reflected on the lessons that Corey taught me through his life, through our relationship, through our reconnection. If I was to summarize the key takeaways from my book and reasons why I wrote it, these would top the list. First, every person in a family is their own person with their own story and own experiences. Some of those experiences could be kept hidden from you, even if you're super close. Trauma can make the person who experiences it feel isolated from the rest of the family, especially when they see that it's just happening to them. Corey, he was handled differently than my sister and I by two men in his life that were very important to him and his upbringing. He didn't understand why he was rarely shown love by them when he could clearly see his sisters were getting what he desperately longed for. He was a boy, a young man, and that is how past generations dealt with boys. But what I know for sure is it doesn't matter what gender you identify with. We all crave love and connection, especially with those in our family and our loved ones. Second, parenting is hard as hell. For those of you who have been following along on my journey, you know the challenges my ex-husband and I have faced with raising our own three kids. It has been beyond challenging, if I'm being really honest. Those daily challenges have made me question my actions with my own kids, including when I yell at them. Since I completed my book, There have been a couple more instances where I lost my cool, and I mean lost my cool, full-on batshit crazy, and I said things that were not kind, and absolutely a thousand percent, I hurt my kids' hearts. And my first thought was, why can't I figure this shit out? What the hell is wrong with me? I removed myself from the situation. And once I cooled off, I got the kids, we sat at the table, and we talked. We talked about what was said, how it made us all feel. And some people may think this is fluff or being soft. I call it vulnerability. I call it connection. Being vulnerable and sharing hard things with the people you deeply care for is not always easy or comfortable. But I can assure you, it's worth it, and I know it's making a difference. Dealing with the after, as I call it, is so, so important. When you know you've said or done something to hurt someone you love, put your ego aside and hold on tight to something else. Vulnerability. I know without a shadow of a doubt If my dad had handled the after, 35 years later, my brother would have been incredibly happy. He told me that in our therapy session. Third, words are very powerful. Words have the power to destroy someone's foundation. 
but they also have the power to rebuild it. The key is that the energy behind the words must be in alignment with the intent of those words. You can say, I'm sorry, all you want, but if the recipient of the words doesn't feel the energy of, say, remorse, it won't make a difference. What I know for sure is that letting someone really feel your words can be the difference in repairing and rebuilding relationships. When I learned about Corey's traumas and I finally understood the depth of his pain, I had deep compassion for him. I let him know how much I loved him and was there for him through my words, but also in the way I looked him in the eyes, the way I held his hand and hugged him. He could feel my love for him and he had no doubt how I felt. Show, don't just tell. I hope if you read my book, you'll walk away from it, truly knowing the depth of the love I have for my family, including my incredible dad. He is an amazing person, and anyone who knows him can attest to that. Him and Corey had their challenges as father and son, and we all wish things would have ended differently in this lifetime. Corey told my mom and I separately how he had forgiven his dad for every single thing that happened between them. He told us both that all he wanted was to feel loved, to feel connected to his dad. I know that when they meet again in heaven, there will be an incredible hug and maybe a great golf game. As I was preparing for this episode, I received a beautiful text message from my cousin Justin that made me ugly cry in a good way. I asked if I could include his message and he said absolutely. So here it is. Hey cuz, I'm just finishing your book and needed to tell you before I lost the words. Your book couldn't have come at a better time, seriously. I didn't realize I was messing things up with Jackson until I read it with my own eyes. Then, no word of a lie, Sherry and I had a discussion about me yelling at Jackson, and I managed to keep my composure. But as I finish your book, it's hitting me hard. Consider this family to be the first family your book has officially helped. I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. <sighs> Justin. Justin! I am so proud of you for taking what I wrote and applied it to your own family and your own parenting. I am proud of you for looking within yourself to see what you could do to make your relationship with your son better. This creates a positive ripple effect for your whole family. Thank you for sharing this message with me. You help me feel more certain and confident in using my voice and sharing our story. I am ready to move on from talking each episode about my book, for now anyway. There will be more episodes where it is mentioned, of course, but now that it is out in the world, I can't wait to start talking with others again about their hard, beautiful journey. Because every story matters. I know my story matters, and I'm proud of myself for having the courage to share it. Will you share yours with me? 
I'd be honored to be the one that helps you share it with others. If interested, check out my website, tiffcarson.com, and head to the podcast page. You'll see a place there where you can submit your request to be on my show. And I hope to hear from many of you soon. If you'd like to learn more about my book, Dancing in the Rain, check out my website and you'll find the links to purchase. If you've read my book already, first, thank you. Oh my gosh. And second, I would be so, so grateful if you'd leave a review on the Amazon website that you purchased it through. Reviews are what get books and podcasts in front of more people. So if you could leave a review, I'd be super, super, super (laughs) duper grateful. To end this episode, I thought it would be great to listen to Dance in the Rain by my beautiful friend, Christina Nickel. I think I will always be in awe that I have a song that is about my brother and I dancing in the rain. So incredibly cool. Okay, that's it for today, friends. I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next Tuesday, be kind and stay well. Bye-bye. Sometimes life falls upside down And it feels like you hit the ground